Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. This is an x Affiliate Podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daddy Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick them all in short. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X-Squad. Radio Podcast.
What up? Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier. What's good? Another Tuesday. Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Make sure you liking us on Facebook, like the Facebook page, and subscribing on YouTube. Make sure y'all check out that where we uh, do the videos weekly. Um, we place them on the website and on YouTube. So make sure you subscribing, you liking, you commenting, you interacting with the videos that we post on YouTube. Um, also, we got a call-in line, so if you want to call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about going on this week, number is 240-532-2718. Obviously, we got uh, the finals to get into and a couple of things. Um, light week, but, you know, whatever, which, whatever you want to get into, we'll get into it with you. This, I think with this uh, short week, man, this is what I like to call time for the shits. This and look, man, there's some topics that... Definitely, we could stretch a little bit. We got we got time for the shit, y'all. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If y'all got some 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 for bullshit certain, for certain, man, we 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 can address all ignorant commentary. I'm we seeing, we, we got a little bit of time. I'm seeing to mad address, ignorance in social yeah, media, man. We got some time to address some ignorance. Um, so if y'all want to call in with some ignorance, y'all want to argue a little bit. We got a little bit of time. I'm seeing to do a, a little lot bit of arguing. ignorance yeah, out there. We in definitely social media we today. definitely got time for that for certain, man. So what's good, man? Man, let me give a quick shout out um, over the weekend, my cousin Miles, and again, congratulations on graduating high school this year, graduations next week actually, but he had his prom over the weekend, so us and the family and everybody else went over to my aunt's house and, you know, he did his little prom preparations and everything and Walk off. You know, walk off and all that good stuff and um, you know, had had a had a nice beautiful date with him and everything. Uh he did anyway with his date to the prom. And um man, it, it was a good turnout. It, it was really, really good turnout. Her peoples uh came to the house, you know, for the walk off and everything, so that was really good. My uncle actually was the chauffeur for him, so you know, that turned out pretty well as well. Um, so I just want to, you know, send my shout outs to my, uh, to my little cousin, man, uh, man, getting grown, man, man, doing some big things. Uh, and, um, if I didn't mention this before, just a couple things with him, um, he did some contributions for us with the podcast sometime last year, uh, with some photography. And then also, um, he got accepted to Bowie State. University, mm-hmm. so we got the first one in the family going to an HBCU, man. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so you know, congrats to the little homie, man. And um, you know, and and as I was telling you before we got on, man, the summer's about to get busy, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, well, before we get into the busyness, um, I definitely want to say, well, no. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, so for those who haven't been following us on social media, um, you know, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or uh, Instagram, um, we I have been invited to SportsCon in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, July the twelfth through fourteenth. Yes, and um, 
uh, we recently launched a GoFundMe campaign where uh, we will be taking all donations mm-hmm. um, for, you know, just funding, getting there, lodging, traveling, things yes. of that nature. Yes. Um, so any donation or sharing of those posts would be a great help. Um, so everybody out there, X-Squad listeners, follow us and support us. Um, any any uh, donation or sharing via social media would be greatly appreciated. Cause uh, I don't know if y'all know me, but if y'all put get me out of town around celebrities, Maestro finna show out. Um, we definitely gonna get some good content for y'all, um, and you know this would be a big step into going to the next level for the podcast. So if you support the show. Um, uh, any donation or sharing of social media, sharing of the post would be greatly appreciated. I definitely want to shout out Wallace. Um, Big Cuzzo, man. Yeah, who definitely showed out. Um, Big Cuzzo. And um, definitely a, a couple of other people who we who I've spoke to, and I know you spoke to, have yep. already uh, committed to donating to the cause. So yep. we appreciate y'all. Um, we, de- we definitely appreciate y'all. So when we make it out there... Um, you know, we're gonna make sure we show out for y'all and get y'all some good content. And 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 I want to be clear about this: SportsCon, the people over there reached out to us, and you know, gave us the information and the invite and all the information regarding the festivities and things like that. So for them to reach out to us and knowing how consistent, at least you know, us knowing how consistent we've been in doing the show. For now, what four years now? Mm-hmm. Um, one hundred and seventy something shows in. Um, it, it, it's it's a blessing, man. Yeah, it's a yeah. blessing that somebody reached out to us, you know, for this opportunity, and we we really want to take advantage of this event and experience, and um, go to the next level. Absolutely, yeah, and, yeah. And, and get ourselves and get our names put out there. So, you know, again, just to echo what Maestro said, man, we appreciate all the support. Whether it's monetary, whether it's, you know, text, phone calls, social media shares, um, anything. I mean, any level of support, advice, um, consultation, monetary, any any form of it would be greatly appreciated. So Yeah, definitely. Um, so now that I got that out of the way, I, I wanted to get that out of the way. Yep, man, no can I, man, I am so proud of the city of the black people in the city of Washington DC um who if if you don't know they've been um we've uh well I guess I should tell a backstory cuz I don't know if we've ever talked about this on on the podcast not enough to where maybe you know out of town or where um exactly well there's these where there's this campaign vid, uh via social media called Don't Mute DC yep. that uh that was started by a guy, a guy named um, Ronald Moten, who runs a, uh, uh, I, th- I think it's a, a phone shop. This is to say, let's say a phone shop. I, I can't remember the name of the, uh, who they. I think it's T-Mobile now. Mm-hmm. I think it's T-Mobile over there now. And um, this guy, he is in the heart of where they're doing a lot of the um, gentrification. And um, since he his store has been there. Um, he plays go-go out in the, you know, out for everybody to hear who's walking past or whatever, whatever. Um, neighbors at some point, uh, got tired of it, complained, uh, and at some point they reached out to T-Mobile. 
and T-Mobile had them shut, had the guy shut the music off. Mm. Where he couldn't play the music outside of his shop anymore. Yeah. Um, they got it to a point where now he's, he's just allowed to play it inside. But it's go-go music. He's just playing go-go music all day from the open of business to the close of business. That's what right. he did. Right. That's what he's been doing for as long as I can remember, for sure, for certain. Um, so, uh, then it got to a point where, uh, uh, John Laguerre, who is the owner of T-Mobile, the CEO of T-Mobile, um, was, got involved and was trying to shut, shut it down. Mm -hmm. Um, we got, we, and we, we protested. Yep. Um, we marched, we, we, we held go-go's outside and signed, um, you know, we put a petition (laughs) up online and um, it got to the point where John Laguerre had to post on posted on social media saying, mm-hmm. "Look, uh, I'm not trying to shut the music down. We're just trying to find a happy medium. Um, found a happy medium." And even as you know, that situation has somewhat ended. Here we are still mm-hmm. letting everybody know that if you come to our city. You best be. You best better know that GoGo is a part of this city. Mm-hmm. You're going to deal with us playing GoGo. So it's been a series of GoGo shows going on um, since maybe late April, um, yep. where they anywhere they anywhere there's space and we can plug up or they can plug up. Right. Um, they're plugging up and they're doing shows. They had a great show last night at Freedom Plaza mm-hmm. um, or yesterday afternoon at Freedom Plaza um, and. I'm I'm just proud of our people. Um, shout outs to everybody who was involved. Um, we 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 really showing out, and we really letting people know um, that this is our city. Mm-hmm. And if you come here, you're gonna have to respect our culture um, and respect our history. And um, I'm, I'm really proud of what what the Google community has done and continues to do. Um, you know, in this time, in this time, y'all not gonna kill go-go music, white people. You gonna have to deal with it. I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm just just listening to you say all that. I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself. I remember a time when DC, when I first, you know, moved out here in the DMV. I remember a time when there was. I don't want to say there wasn't no nightlife, but the city shut down at a certain, you know, time. You know, coming from where I came from, New York, Brooklyn, you know, the city never sleeps. Everybody's up 24-7. D.C., once upon a time, was a place where it it shut down about 1 a.m., 2 a.m., you know, sometimes even a little earlier than that. Um, So we're dealing with this situation called gentrification, and obviously it's not just here. It's, you know, it's generating everywhere, and it's you know, come about of change for people. Some people take advantage of it and other people are less fortunate to take advantage of it. And just to kind of give an example, um, that person that bought this brownstone, you know, 30, 40 years ago, $20,000. And now because of gentrification and uh, new businesses and new shops and, and things like that, uh, property values have escalated to a point where property taxes are now five figures mm-hmm. when once upon a time were four, sometimes even three figures. Um, people that paid off 
these homes, whether it be brownstones or row houses or whatever, they can't afford to pay these taxes anymore. Even paying off the mortgage for so many years, they can't afford these taxes no more. Thus, they got to leave the city. They got to move south. They got to sell the property mm-hmm. because they can't afford the taxes. And then, you know, look who comes in and takes advantage. Yeah. You know, the white people come in, they take advantage. I don't know, Maestro, but it seems sort of it's, it seems sort of hypocritical in a sense. And tell me if I'm wrong here. Um, D.C. has stepped up its nightlife over the years. And I mean in a, in a really major way. I'm going to say you're wrong. It's... That they that they stepped their nightlife up. Yeah, um, I, I see. The only the um, if you're talking about go go, I'm not talking about you. Just talking about nightlife. Oh, nightlife. Um, I'm just talking about in general. I uh, see. I see a difference. I mean, from the time I first came here to now, I see a difference. People out in DC, all you know, times of night now compared to when. Yeah, I've always you know, known it to be that when I, way. When I first, I've always know, known it to be that way. So that people came out and they, they be out all. Yeah, I've always known it to be that way. The so, clubs be out. The clubs. The be clubs. Open. The clubs still close at two thirty, three o'clock. That 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 that's still the case. Okay, but our people are still outside. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Yeah, not so much that if it, um for me, and I don't want to make this a. A DC nightlife conversation because I, I definitely want it to be focused on. Um, well, I was I was trying to get to a point to where it pertains to the go go, but go ahead. Um, but the biggest thing, well, let me say this. Um, I obviously I'm not old. I'm I'm not young. Um, old, so I'm I'm 35. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I it's it's only so much information I can give you. Yep. I know from the time I was old enough to go to um, you know, clubs, mm-hmm. it's been crazy. Like you know, I ain't gonna say crazy. You know, we outside. We we you yep. know we outside, um, go go's um go go's normally in at, you know, two o'clock, maybe two thirty. Mm-hmm. Um and and then there's somewhere to go with is whether it's just hanging out in the street, but it's somewhere you know what I'm saying, it's yep. something to do. I've always found something to do, let mm-hmm. me say that. Um Or maybe I'm looking at maybe the number of spots that's I would say the biggest change I would say the biggest change is the the emergence of stadium. From the time I've been old enough to club um, to now, but obviously love was a big, a big um, spot in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's probably, but it's probably love, and as far as national recognition, yeah, it's probably love and um, and um, a stadium. Um, Bliss, you could throw Bliss in there. I've, I've noticed uh, the park at Fourteenth. Park at Fourteenth. Yeah, Parker 14th. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it's, but again, to, to the go-go point, for me, I'm, 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 I'm sincerely talking about um, people trying to stop. You can't, you shouldn't be able to go downtown and not hear go-go. Mm. Yeah, and and that's my yeah yeah, and and that's my thing when I when I and maybe I'm and I'm talking about day. I'm talking about during the day. Sure, and and I might be using wrong terminology here, but when I say it seems like there's leadership at the top that's critical or or hypocritical, I should say, if if y'all want your nightlife, I mean, to be you know what it is, then 
there's no way that you can allow gentrifiers to come into the city, particularly downtown and particularly by Cat One Arena, particularly that area, Chinatown and all that, and to just rip your culture away. Well, that 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 can't happen. And again, let me let me big up the GoGo community for what they've been doing. Um because that's what this is about. Um, I don't know if you remember this time, or not this, say this time, but last year, maybe two years ago, um, the, they were trying to fight. Uh, they were trying to fight music being played out because of some type of a noise ordinance that they say we were br- right. we were breaking. And then right. we protested, and we and we got the noise ordinance to where it needed to be, where we were complying with the rules. Mm-hmm. And now, now they now they try and get rid of Go Go as a as a whole, like just. We can't play it outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not feeling that. And and again, it's just about them killing culture. And I think it's important to say is that we're not as a community against gentrification. Mm-hmm. But you can't gentrify and then kill culture. Mm-hmm. That I don't think that's how gentrification should work. You you. We right. should we should get better uh, apartment buildings and better streets and mm-hmm. better stores and better quality. More, more we should get those types of things yep. that gentrification offers, but not at the ex- not at the cost of our culture. And, mm-hmm. and that's our culture. Um, and, and, and I re- respect and praise the Google community for um, fighting for culture because that's what they're fighting for. Yeah, there's something. There's something special when it comes to DC and the culture of go-go music, and you um, want to get it here. Yeah, and 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 look, I'm you know, I lived in Brooklyn for a long time, and for me, it was backyard parties. It was people blasting their stereos in their windows, twelve o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, overnight. Um, Gentrification in New York and in particularly Brooklyn has caused some of that to die down. I don't know what it's like right now as it stands, but you know I've heard some friends say that you know thing you know things are different. But whereas in the case of DC, GoGo there's a special place in the heart of DC for that. Yeah, and you and you and there's no. Way and yeah, sure they could they could attempt to shut it down. They could attempt to, you know, stop the culture, what it is. But when you got people like yourself and others that attended that, that man, event, shout out, shout out to everybody attended. Shout out and, to and other people that you know are down with this cause and are are like native DC people, native DC people, native that, DC that, people yeah. that have been here for years. Mm-hmm. When you have that many people and that many support. Um, that's big, and we that's continue. big, man. And I and I would encourage anybody from the DMV area that uh, that are listening, um, make make one of these make make these events, man. I I, I know a lot of them have been, um, a lot of them that I've seen have been happening while we recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I I made my business to make it make it out to the Freedom Plaza one. And I think this is important too. I want to say this and I and I don't know for certain if this is a fact or not. But I've heard nothing of any bad protesting. I've heard nothing no. of anybody wilding out, nope. no rioting, nope. no nothing like that. So I want to put it out there that 
these are folks that care about their culture, that care about DC, that are coming out, expressing their voice. Don't kill our culture, man. And yeah, gotta, you got to kill them. Yeah, don't kill our culture, man. Don't kill our culture, man. We ain't gonna let you. We're not gonna let you do it, man. We're not gonna let you do it. Well, I guess after twenty minutes, we can get into some sports, man. Did uh, did we shut up the chat room? I'm not sure. I don't know, but well, let me let me shout them out for a minute here because it's funny because after talking through all that, I don't even remember if we you know gave our shout outs real quick. But I want to welcome in Big Kev three hundred three from Denver. What's going on, man? Uh, then we got Rough Buff repping the X Squad. What's good, man? What's happening? We also got another X Squad rep here. We got Big L. What's up? What's up? Uh, we got the homie Raider for Life, Grill Ninja. What up? What's going on? We got the homie from Shottown. What's homie happening? H Rap B. What's the happening? End of the Bench Podcast. Hey man, we we saw that share, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, for certain, man. Uh, we also got the homie Al Thompson. What's going on? Here in the building. What's going on? And we also got Miss Holly Newsom. What's happening? Up What's here happening? In the chat. So appreciate you. Appreciate everybody here in the chat room. So uh, yeah, man, let's let's get into the sports, man, real quick. And uh, uh, I don't I don't know. I, I, I guess we got to get into the football stuff first, man, because um, we we got a lot of basketball to deal with, oh, well, with, the, with the finals and all that. I wouldn't say a lot, but we got some. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's let's get into. Uh, uh, Pac-Man Jones. After twelve years, good career, uh, man. Um, good, good career. Good career. Um, called it retired. Um, I mean, look, um, he had, I think he got cut first uh, by Cincinnati. Cincinnati, right? I yep. believe. Yep. And um, and you know, he got no responses from anybody, right? I, I not that I know. Nobody, of, nobody gave him any looks. I, not that I know of. Okay. Not that I know of. But I mean, it was, look, man, it. It was time. Twelve years. It's a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's a long a time to play football. Period. Yeah. That alone. Yeah. Period. It's a long time. Yeah. Um, but a great career, cornerback, uh, punt returner, kick uh, kick returner, special team specialist. I guess. Yep. Um, yep. Hey man, salute. Yep. Salute. Uh, I ain't got no big. I ain't got no big nothing to it. Salute to the guy. Is Pac Man a Hall of Famer? No. Okay. Uh, I, just I don't think that was a real. I, I mean, let's be. I, I, just I tried to, to end the conversation because I, I knew you were coming with that. I just wanted. To I didn't want. Sure. I didn't want to have to because there is no debate here. Yeah, He's I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. See, I was just trying to give him his flowers. Yeah, no. Congratulations on a great For career. For I don't. I but I, I think it was so obvious that he wasn't a Hall of Famer that it didn't need us to. You know what not. I mean? Of course, because I because because now it seems like we hating in a time where we should just be saluting a good career. Oh, no. I'm, I'm so not. that's why I was trying to stay no, away from that. No, it, it's not hating; it's just calling it what it is. Yeah, um, but but solid again, career. salute, solid career, salute, and there'll be there'll be cats out there. And the only thing I didn't that. and the only thing I didn't like about him is that he was a Cincinnati Bengal. Mm. That's it. I mean, I like how he played on the field. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, obviously he has some. Can whatever. I uh, can I can I share a couple of moments, a couple of Pac Man moments? Sure. I mean, there, there's quite a few, but there's two that particularly come to mind. One is on the field, and one is off the field. Uh, the one on the field, um, Steve Smith signed with the Ravens the first year back in 2014, and man, when I tell you a stiff arm, man, mm. that man. <laughs> 
That man stiffed on the mess out of Pac-Man Jones. See, nah, man. Nah, bruh. Nah, man. See, you going to start. Now you clowning him <laughs> while we try to salute him. Mom- hey, I, I said I, I have a couple moments. I got yeah, a couple moments. And, and the other moment off the field. Hey, Pac-Man, this is Trey Frazier clowning you right now. Look, and your moment of glory right hey, now. Hey, you call it what it is. You had a solid career, brother. But these are the moments that stick out to me. And yeah, you were you were a great punt kick returner in Tennessee. You, you definitely did that. I don't want to leave that out. But what you did at Atlanta Airport, man, going up, you know, trying to you know square off against homeboy for what the autograph? Do you mm-hmm. remember what that situation was? I don't remember was? why. I don't remember why. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember how it ended. I, I mean, I know they were tussled. They was yeah, yeah. They was you know they was jabbing at it a little bit there. But uh, yeah, that that just sticks out to me for some reason. Hey, man. So, salute, so, salute, Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, get up up out of here, Pac-Man. Salute, man. Even glad your you, ending I'm statement. Glad you're not a bangle no more, Get man. up out of here. <laughs> salute, man. Salute to Pac-Man Jones. Get Trey, up on out of here, man. Trey definitely trying to clown you right and, now. And, enjoy that retirement tour, man. Enjoy it, man. I mean, ain't no tour. It's over. And, and enjoy it. It's not like he going one last you're year. You're right. It's not a tour. Yeah. Enjoy retirement, bro. Enjoy it, my brother. Be healthy. Um, rest in peace to Brett Bart Starr. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't God. Know. <laughs> Bart Starr, winner of the first two Super Bowls in NFL history with the Green Bay Packers. Um, I don't have nothing, I, but I did want to say rest in peace. I will add to that, did win three prior NFL championships before, okay, before the Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl era right, okay. came about. Right. And you're right, he won the first, first two, two Super yeah. Bowls. So, yeah. So, for certain, uh, rest in peace to the great man and... Um, you know, shout out to his family. Yeah, yeah. And all Condolences. that. So. Yep, yep, yep. Well, but certainly, um, I mean, obviously, already he, uh, in our, obviously, he's already in the Hall of Fame and all those already types of things. There. He's already got his, he got his flowers. Yep. He definitely got his flowers. Well, but. it's, and it, it's different because we haven't watched him play. I mean, we're mm-hmm. young, so we, we haven't. Watched him I mean, play. The highlights and shit. And yeah. I, I mean, yeah, sure, there's highlights. Yeah, but no, but we haven't watched them. It's, no. it's, we haven't watched them, so there's really not much I can give, you know, to this topic. But you know, rest in peace to him, and you For know, sure. shout out to his family. So For sure, appreciate that. Uh, so we got the homie Jake Fish, the microwave. What's up, man? The next squad up in here. What up? Plug, yes, indeed. No doubt, no yes, doubt. Yes, Cooking with the microwave. Bring some of that. Bring some of that tree over here. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, we got another rest in peace shout out too, man. Um, Bill Buckner and I know you know before we got on here, yeah, I don't know who the hell that you is. had no idea who Bill Buckner is. Yeah. Um, I, I will keep this respectfully. Short. Yeah, respectfully. Rest um, in peace. I, I will keep this short though. Um, again, this is another professional athlete whom I never got to watch play. Mm-hmm. You know because he's you know up in age. Um, but it's, it seemed like every time they mentioned Bill Buckner, it was always the play in the World Series in 1986 against the Mets where he lets a ground ball go between his legs mm. and it cost him a championship. And people refer to that as the continuation of the curse for the Red Sox. Mm. That's what that's what people say whenever this you know whenever his name you know comes up and whenever these highlights of him come up, but. Um, from, from what I've heard, you know, in the last couple of days is that, um, as a player, he was a really good player. He was a really good hitter. Um, I think at one point 
Um, he was right up there with Pete Rose for about a couple of decades, you know, before he, you know, retired and then Pete Rose continued to play. So, um, so rest in peace to the homie there and shout out to his family for all that. And, um, yeah, that's that's really all I got on that. For sure. For sure. In the chat room, I saw it, but now I'm not seeing it. In regard to what? Um... In regards to oh there you go, Jay Fish says Chief said he saw Bar Star play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to say I want I would love to say he was lying. <coughs> He's not lying. Um, I believe that Chief though. Rocker was twenty three when Bar Star was playing. I believe that. <laughs> Shout out to Chief Rocker. Shout out to the OG man. Um, uh, Al Thompson also says wasn't Pac Man one of the first celebrities? To show mainstream how to make it rain and shake joints, um, you know what? And he definitely has he a history at his moments. Yeah, uh, look again, again, because some of those memories weren't great. Yeah, so moments, I'm yeah. not. I'm gonna just leave that there. Mm-hmm. Um, Grand Verbalizer H Rap B says in response to Bill Buckner. Am I saying Bill Buckner? Is that right? Uh, Bill Buckner. Yes. Uh, excellent hitter. Yeah, uh, two thousand seven hundred fifteen hits. Only sixty five people in baseball have more hits than Buckner. All right, well, shout out to you, Bill Buckner. Okay. Rest in peace. No doubt. Um, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Gerald McCoy visiting the Ravens today. I, I don't know if you. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you, that just made your day or something. Is that why you put it in the notes? Is that it didn't make my day. Yeah, it didn't make my day. Are you excited about it? Are you excited? <laughs> About Gerald McCoy, the possibility of Gerald McCoy um, going to the uh, Ravens. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, it, it, it's always room for pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can never turn down. You he's know, a gap. Pass he's a gap style. I mean, he does get sacks, but he's a gap. He's a gap guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he is for for certain. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna lie about that. But um, yeah, look, don't let him out the building. If if you're the Ravens. Don't don't let him go, and, and and for certain, don't let him go to the Patriots. That that that's kind of where I'm at. Cause see, I read this article right, and they were talking about how the Ravens are so good at keeping players that come to visit for contract negotiations and mm-hmm. interviews and things like that. Um, they brought up Mike Wallace. They brought up Steve Smith Senior. And a few others. I think Elvis Dumerville, I think they bought up as well. Mm-hmm. And they and they bought up how well they're able to get these guys to contracts before letting them out of the building and mm-hmm. going to the next stop. Right. And so if you know, history tells it and I know, you know, this is the Costas team now, it's no longer Ozzy, so maybe that could change in a mm-hmm. sense, but um it's it appears to me that Gerald McCoy is going to become a Raven, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But okay, it it, it, it sounds to me like that. Okay. Other, otherwise, look, don't don't let him go to Pittsburgh. Don't let him go to the Patriots. You know the Patriots feast on you know cats like I this. I mean, we could definitely use a Gerald McCoy in a rotation. He wouldn't start with us, but we could definitely use a Gerald McCoy. In a, yeah, actually, yeah, he would start. Right, yes, he would. Yes, he would. But yeah. um, yeah, we could use a Gerald McCoy in a rotation. We could definitely use that. Um, so. Donovan McNabb, um, I'm not sure when or where, had some comments that, and I'm paraphrasing, some comments that said, 
basically, uh, he's better than Troy Aikman, or he had a better career than Troy Aikman. And I'll rephrase that for you. Okay. Um, Donovan McNabb stated that his numbers are better than Troy Aikman's numbers, which is a fact, mm-hmm. by the way. I, I, I did the research, and I had. Oh both. yeah, I mean, I was... and I've had both these guys' numbers up right now. So. Yeah. It, oh, I, I I didn't I didn't doubt for a second that he had better stats than than Troy Aikman. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I guess, and I don't, um, do you know the source of this argument? Um, or why he felt the need to say that? I don't that? know if I don't know if he was on a radio show or because you you know it's it's funny McNabb. I has, always wonder how they get into these types of conversations. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's it's funny how McNabb resurfaced because if you remember, McNabb was on ESPN doing a radio show, and then when the sexual assault allegations came about, where nothing ESPN came from. let yeah, it go. And you never heard from him again. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there are a bunch of guys that were working on NFL yeah, that Networks yeah. and ESPN yeah. that you just never heard from again. Yeah. And he was one of them. Mm-hmm. So now McNabb resurfaces again and look, he, he stated a fact. His numbers are better yeah. than Aikman's. There's no argument there. Yeah. Um it appears to me that McNabb is campaigning himself for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You think that's what he's doing? Um, it ap- I said it appears that way. I don't. Okay. Know, I don't know if that's the case, but it, it certainly has the look of that. I would love to know why, who, or how that conversation started. Um, because yeah, clearly mm-hmm. you have better numbers. Did did somebody's in your? I'm, I just wonder if somebody said, "Hey, bro," uh, while he was sitting there saying how good he was, and somebody was like, "Well, you ain't better than Troy Aikman," or you know what I'm saying, like right. Um, like, why is Troy Aikman the... Why was Troy Aikman the guy mentioned? The guy mentioned. Um, why is he, like, the comparable? It seemed... Kind of a- It seemed, without without doing full research in the story, it seemed, uh, like, bitter. The statement seemed bitter reading him. Like, he was like, well, I, you know, I do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Troy Aikman, I do what I do. Right. Um... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't know why Troy Aikman became the, I guess, the... Like, the do we example, got something against Troy Aikman? The example. Yeah, I I, I I, don't know. And, look, Troy Aikman, you know, broad, does broadcasting, so I'm sure he does interviews every now and then. And maybe he said something well, that just, triggered McNabb. Let's just get to the shits. So, who's better, Donovan McNabb or Troy Aikman? Who's better? Who's better? Who's a better quarterback? Not numbers. Uh, we know who numbers are better. Who's a better quarterback? Uh, Better quarterback? Man, Donovan. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Don, yeah, Donovan. Yeah. Let's be clear. Yeah, let's be clear. Yeah, Donovan. I mean, not just the numbers, but when you watch him play, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's better. Yeah, he's just um, better running. And and look, I, I, I and think Aikman, he's a better thrower. And Aikman did run a little bit, but no, Aikman, you know, had Hall of Fame talent all around him. Yeah, and 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 that's not to discredit what Troy Aikman did, but Troy Aikman's teams. Had Hall of Famers all over the place on those Cowboy teams. When you look at McNabb's Eagles teams, there was Brian Dawkins, Hall of Famer, and really, that's really about it. I mean, Brian it's, Westbrook. Just, I mean, yeah, Westbrook was a Pro Bowler. Um, Brian Westbrook. I, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, but yeah, he was a Pro Bowler. Brian, I think Brian Westbrook's a Hall and, of Famer. And 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 you think Brian Westbrook's a Hall of Famer? I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, okay. down the line, but yeah, I think he's a. I think I do. I okay. Do think he's a okay. Hall of Famer. Um, 
I mean, and, and and those Eagles defenses were legit. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I think, the, I think that defense gets overlooked. For the sometimes. majority of um, <laughs> of Donovan McNabb's career, we're talking about people like Freddie Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, Hank Basket. Ba- yeah, like, like, and you seen what he did that one year? He got, <laughs> he got a receiver. Like, yep. Yeah, Come the number. On. Yeah, look, the the numbers. I mean, not just his style of play, and when you watch him, but his numbers went up when T.O. got there. Thirty-one touchdowns and eight interceptions. That's a that's a four to one ratio. That's his best that ratio dude, throughout his career. That dude um, is. Um, so if anybody, and I don't think anybody in this chat room would have that disagreement, but if anybody have a disagreement. About um, who, <laughs> if he's a Hall of Famer or not? Um, In your mind, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, one, yeah, one hundred percent. I agree, one hundred percent. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I hope he, I hope he gets in. I don't, I don't, I, I hope I'm, he gets in. Someday. I don't even have to hope. I'm confident he gets in. Yeah. Why is he waiting so long? Um, that's a good question, but well, when you look at people who've gone in before him, and I, and, and you know. At quarterback, who's gone in since he's? Um, that's a great question that I'm not ready to research. Who's a who's? A, how many quarterbacks have gone in? So his last year was 2011, and I, I forgot he was on the Vikings that one year. And that oh yeah, and then he and he had that Redskins the year before that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I forgot about the Vikings stint. Yeah, but 2011 was his last year. So after that, I mean, there's I mean, there's really not so nobody. five years. So, 2016 was when he was eligible. Twenty, Yeah, he'd be eligible 2016. So, you're talking three years. Okay. Um, uh, B says Kurt Warner has been in since. Kurt Warner is better than McNabb. And that's what Pete... And I'm, I'm, I'm glad B brought up Kurt Warner for a minute. Let me... Let me because it seems to me, I want to like, know. I want to know who else has been in since 2016. Because it, it, talking. It, it seems to me like when we bring up these other quarterbacks that the majority of our community doesn't like, or that you know the white quarterbacks. When mm-hmm. people, when we bring up the Thank white you. Quarter- Thank you. when we bring up the white quarterbacks, it seems like well, this guy had this, this guy had that. Um, you're right. If Kurt Warner's in the Hall of Fame, then damn it, McNabb needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. The, the, to me, there's no question about mm-hmm. it. When I look at Kurt Warner's stats and when I look at him play, there's two things that stand out to me with Kurt Warner. Um, two things positively, two things negatively. Um, the first thing, he was a and say what you want about those parts around him, Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, those are all Hall of Fame players. Kurt Warner was a part of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was he was a part of that. Mm-hmm. He threw for forty eight hundred yards mm-hmm. in a league at the time that it was still sort of a running league. Mm-hmm. Um, the negative part about Kurt Warner's career, he got benched for Eli Manning. I mean, not that the Giants, um, not that the Giants, you know, I'll shoot Kurt thought Warner. that he was better than that. I, but, I'll sure I'll shoot Kurt Warner bail for that though. There was a there was a moment where the injury started to get to yeah. him. 
then the Rams was like, we're going to go with Mark Bolger, so we're going to let you go. Then he went to the Giants for the one and two and, years. And played well. And then Eli but comes Eli, in. But Eli was, was the heir apparent. Heir he apparent. He should have been. He should have been. They let him go, and then he goes to Arizona on the bench for a while there mm-hmm. until they said, Matt Liner, you're not the answer. And then he does what he does with the Cardinals. Yeah. Again, Hall of Fame talent. Fitzgerald, Bolden, the whole nine, yeah, even yeah, Edgerin yeah. for uh-huh. a couple years there. Yeah. Hall of Fame talent. He if you he was a he was a part of that team. Yeah. Um, so and I, and, I, and to the people who say I, I think I don't remember who I saw, but I saw somebody saying uh Donovan's better. Um I, I think I think that uh I think the question is, and obviously we don't know the answer because um, Donovan McNabb was with the Eagles and that's who he was with until mm-hmm. 2010. Mm-hmm. If you put all that talent around Donovan McNabb, mm-hmm. would he have been as good? And do I... Th- my belief is yes. I, I was yep. going to say, my mm-hmm. belief is yes. Yep. Um, I mean, but I mean, I, I think... I think the only thing we could say is is that um, it's why it's why football is the ultimate team sport. Yep. Because um, I mean, yeah, we we can, but because even if you look at it on, if you look at it from at face value, if you look at Donovan McNabb play and you look at Kurt Warner play, obviously Donovan McNabb is way more was way more mobile. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he was hard to game plan for. But Kurt Warner on that throwing that football, man, and, and, and I get it. He had better receivers around him for his pretty much his entire career. Should that be? And I'm not trying to act like I'm caping for Kurt Warner here, but it's funny. Like when we have these conversations, we always look at an offense and we say, like even in the case of the Cowboys in the '90s, we always look at a team and we say they had a Hall of Fame wide receiver, they had a Hall of Fame tight end. A Hall of Fame running back, a Hall of Fame fullback, and you know the left tackle was a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and we we always do that, and then you know we're like, okay, the quarterback, you know, he had all this stuff, so yeah. you know, should he be in? Should he not be in? Well, he should be. He was a part yeah, of that. He was a part of it. He and, was a part of it. Well, let, well, okay. So let me ask. You, so. And, I, and I'm sure it's an easy answer. Mm-hmm. Better quarterback since we're in this conversation. Yeah. Um, Kurt Warner or Troy Aikman? It's obvious, oh, right? Oh, Kurt Warner. It's obvious, Kurt right? Kurt Warner, yeah. Uh, you know, even with all of those weapons, yep. it's clear. We can look at it. If you watch one quarterback play and look at another quarterback play, yep. you see who's better. It's a little. It's a tighter It's a tighter race between Donovan McNabb and Kurt Warner. Mm-hmm. But based on what I see yep. with the... You know, with what he got, with right. the cards he dealt. Yep. I, I, I'm I'm taking Kurt Warner's arm over Donovan McNabb's arm and mobility. And his mobility? I am. I don't. I I disagree with you there. So I take I take McNabb's mobility you, over Warner's. No, 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 no. I'm saying his arm uh-huh. is enough for me over Donovan both of Donovan McNabb's traits. Oh, I see. So what he you're throws saying. the ball okay. well, but he doesn't throw quite as well as Kurt Warner. I got you. Got you. But he makes up with it in mobility. Mm-hmm. If you if you asked me in their prime, mm-hmm. who would I rather have with a good team? Right. I would take Kurt Warner. Okay. 
No, that's fair. Yeah, I would take her at one. Let me read something from that ninja and uh, I want to say what up to you too. Bro. What's happening? Uh, also, RC's in the chat. What and, up? Uh, 334 Bama Boys up in here too. So, that ninja says, I don't think there's any actual debate on whether he should be in or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we agree debate. with you there, ninja. Mm-hmm. He also says, there is a debate on the integrity or qualifications of the people that vote on the Hall of Fame. I think we shouldn't lose sight of that. And I agree with you. I agree. I I agree with you 100%. There's no question about it. Um, Here's one thing I've I've been thinking about, too, you know, because, you know, I've been, you know, we've been kind of debating this kind of back and forth here. So, you know, since this McNabb thing has come out, and again, everybody, we agree McNabb should be in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame player. And yeah, and I, and I, I hope he gets in, but just like Ninja said, you know, there's integrity on the people that vote in these things. And and I agree with RC. You know, Hall of Fame players and coaches should all have a vote. I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it appears to me that, and I, and I give you a good example, because there's quarterbacks that over the years in the history of this league that are in the Hall of Fame but don't have the championships to show for it. Um it appears to me that unless you've done something transcendent during your time in the league but not necessarily get the chip to show for it, if you don't if you don't have the chip but you've done something transcendent as a quarterback, it appears you're gonna get in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. If you've won titles i.e. Troy Aikman has three. If you've mm-hmm. won titles and you've had Hall of Fame players, it appears to me that you're going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I give you the, I'll give you a perfect example. And, and Dan Marino is like the easy example, but I won't pick him. Uh, Dan Fouts. Yeah. I've seen that name get thrown around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, never won a title. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dan Fouts was transcendent in the sense that from 79 to 81, he threw for 4,000-plus yards mm-hmm. consecutively, consecutively yep. in a league that, again, didn't really throw the ball didn't really throw the ball that much. Mm-hmm. It's the whole Don Coryell offense, you know, and, and he had Hall, he had some couple of Hall of Famers. Kellen Winslow, in the tight end. Yeah, Charlie Joyner. He, he had those guys, too. Yeah. But as much as, you know, we can say what we want about Dan Fouts not winning a chip. But, but you knew did, what it was when he was on the field. He did something. Yeah, he was good when he was on the really, field. Really he similar did. to, to Philip Rivers. Like, we know Philip Rivers is going to the Hall of Fame. Right, yeah, right. We know that. There's right. no, nothing about it. When you're, I mean, when you're top, what, was he top five now in passing or top ten? He's, he's definitely yeah, top ten, top 10 for all time in passing. Yeah. So, when you, when you do that, then it seems like transcendency over rings for these quarterbacks gets them in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It appears that way. Yeah. So, you know. But. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, yeah, I don't think, it, but, it, um, again, I don't know the, the root of the conversation, but Donovan McNabb, you ain't got nothing to worry about, bro. You, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're going to the Hall of Fame. What's taking so long? Um, yeah. I, <laughs> and, and, and more than that. What's taking so long? And, and again, I would love to know the, the root of the conversation. We know you better than Troy Aikman, bro. I don't yeah, think yeah. anybody. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I would. I would love to hear a conversation of somebody who thinks mm-hmm. 
Troy Aikman is better than Donovan McNabb. And if you want to say Troy Aikman didn't screw it up with all the talent, that's that's fine. And that and that does mean something. That just he didn't screw better. it up three times. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to not I mean, screw it's also, it up three times. But it's also, <laughs> you know, and not to take credit away from him, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that offensive line and handing it off to Emmitt Smith, mm-hmm. who know how to use that offensive line right. the way he used it. Because I don't – let's be clear, I didn't never – Barry Sanders is a better running back than Emmitt Smith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But yep. <laughs> that line, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know what I'm saying? So yep. that's where that's the difference between that's the difference between championships and not championships, I guess. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, Hrap B in the chat says, "Let's be perfectly honest. Dan Fouts underachieved. He had Winslow, Jefferson, Chandler, Joyner, Muncie." Um, yeah, I, I, I guess if you, if you don't have I mean, a championship you, with this talent and it's all the fame talent, well, then who, yeah. Who won, who won Super Bowls that year? I don't know. I you're talking 79 that. through 81? I don't know. Well, Monta- well, you're talking Montana. Mm-hmm. That that was around the, Wasn't beating him. Around the first time. Wasn't beating that team. Um, yeah, Marina wasn't there yet. Um, Elway wasn't there yet. Um, and Stabler? Ken Stabler was around? Maybe. Maybe what year the Redskins? What year did the Redskins win? Was that eighty one and eighty three? Uh, Redskins, I thought was eighty three. Okay, I that think. was the first. The first one, I thought they might have got one in, in eighty one. I'm was, not sure. I'm not sure. I think eighty three was their first one. Okay, it was eighty three, eighty seven, and then ninety two. I think was the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. or nine. Yeah, ninety one. Uh-huh. Whatever. Um, hey, God damn you! Uh, cause, you consider you quick. H-Rap yeah, motherfuckers are quick. Uh, Steelers, Steelers, Raiders, Raiders Washington. Washington. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, RC says something different, but I mean, his years are probably, yeah. you know, mixed in there. But um, you're talking. So who you talking? Bradshaw, Stabler, yeah. mm-hmm. and whoever Thousand. it was for Thousand. Washington. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would agree. I mean, I, I agree with his statement. If he underachieved with that much talent, yeah, I. I mean, but that's that's uh, no. Nah. I would agree. If, I, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um, I wouldn't do that because <coughs> I, underachieve. Terry mean, Bradshaw, Terry, and I'm not saying I, 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 they, I'm sure they had to play each other. Yep. Um, that defense that still curtained against that offense, like I look. I'm not. I don't know how. I was, I wasn't watching football back then. I don't know mm-hmm. how good on field, uh, Allworth and and, and Kellen wins. Like, but yeah, I know that still curtain do. Mm-hmm. And Allworth wasn't with. Um, wasn't but Fouts. Yes. Um. Oh, he wasn't. No. He oh, was, he wasn't with Fouts. Okay. I, I, I it's funny because I, I I checked that and yeah he 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 didn't play with Fouts. I think um, I think Allworth um. Left there before Fouts got there. Oh, if okay. not, I didn't if know that. Mistaken, but so. <laughs> nah. But all that to say, um, you had to see that steel curtain that also didn't have a bad offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how good uh, that rated defense was with Stabler. Um, so I, I, I won't say they underachieved mm-hmm. based on who I'm seeing they play. <laughs> Right, you know right. what I'm saying. So I I wouldn't necessarily go that far, but I will say, um, hey, good career. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, Donovan right. McNabb is eligible to be a Hall of Famer. 
So he should be in. I would think he would be in by now. And by now, yes. Um, would I have said first ballot back then? I, I probably would have said. Wouldn't, I probably uh, wouldn't yeah, have said first ballot, right. but definitely one day he'll he'll get he'll there. be there. He'll be there. Um, microwave in the chat. Uh, puff puff pass trade. Did I say something outrageous? Or, or just incorrect. I, or he or, or disagrees maybe. with. I don't know. Oh, okay. Y'all guys let us know what y'all disagree with, let us, man. Yeah, so but, hey. We got a little bit of time to argue. Listen, I, I promise y'all we got a little bit of time listen, to argue man, today. I, I sense some animosity in the chat room. <laughs> we got a little bit of time so, to argue. So if y'all, again, the number's in the chat. 240-532-2718. Actually, my bad. I put the wrong digit in there. 240-532-2718. So, listen, let us uh, know, man. Let that ninja says, it's my personal belief that you should factor in personal achievement at the position as the main factor in your vote. Okay. 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 All right. Now, that's what's up. That's what's up, but... I don't think that's that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> if it is that, call back, but I don't think it's that. <laughs> oh, okay. Is he... Yeah. No, nah, I, he... I spoke to him today. Um, oh, you did? Yeah, I sent him um, some music that I wanted him to oh, play. Um, oh, so okay. That might be that. Because I, oh, I was going to say, he, he knows you're doing this podcast. Yeah, that's so yeah, sure. That's kind of why I was like, maybe. Nah, you know, I think he, I just. Maybe, it, maybe he's got something on his chest, man. Mm-hmm. But, hey, call back. If you're listening, call back. We we certainly <laughs> don't we certainly don't want to disrespect. If y'all think if y'all let me tell y'all, I remember I remember uh, <laughs> I remember uh, a lot of people's I guess a lot of people's uh, criticism of Maestro um, over over our, I guess over our four years is I got this um, condescending tone. They call it condescending. I call it I believe what I believe, and I ain't really got time. Mm-hmm. For that other shit. <laughs> right. If y'all think that about me, <laughs> if y'all ever hear my father talk <laughs> about something he believes, <laughs> he, <laughs> that he believes to be <laughs> to be real, <laughs> um, okay. yeah. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't for that. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sure, right. I'm, I was pretty sure about it. All right. No, I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to give respect. Yeah. You know where it's due. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be disrespectful. My, so. Well, my father believed what he believed. <laughs> he really got, <laughs> he really got the energy for none of that other shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to my pops. Um, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, uh, let, let's get a break in here and uh, come back and talk some hoops real quick. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight is the number to call. Mister um, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. My and Trey here in the house. Uh, you can listen to us on the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Uh, we come back, we'll preview the finals, we'll talk some other hoop stuff. And uh, again, y'all, y'all, y'all want some uh, smoke, man. Y'all, y'all know the number. We got time, man. man. Y'all, y'all know the number, so we'll be right back. What's good? It's Maestro Styles of Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure you rock with my homegirl, the queen, girly girl, Saturday at 9 a.m. and Sunday at 5 p.m. What's up, everybody? This is Ben from the BS3 Sports Show. And if you're looking for a different type of show, something different that you haven't heard before, check out the BS3 Sports Show every Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Great guests, great music. You never know who will be on the show. So check it out, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time 
on twolifestewsradio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Studios Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. All right, y'all. We're back in the house. The Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast live on the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. It's Maestro Styles, Straight Frazier. Yes, sir. Uh, you want to call the show again? The number is 240-532-2718. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to the homie Jawan Howard. Yes, man, indeed. Did he actually get it or was he just being. He got it. He got it? Nah, he got it. That's man. what's up. He got it. That's man. what's up. Congrats to Jawan Howard for getting the Michigan Wolverine job, man. You know, it's crazy, man. Over the last, Over the last couple of years. We've had Patrick Ewing coach his alma mater. Mm-hmm. We've had Penny Hardaway coach mm-hmm. his alma mater, mm-hmm. you know, Memphis. And I don't even think we really discussed much of that. Yeah. And now we have one of the members of the famous Fab Five. Didn't Avery Johnson go to Alabama? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, he's I, fired I, now, but he but Right, yeah, he did. did in the last few yeah. years. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 meant, I left out Avery Johnson. So, yeah. So, we, we've had these guys... Go back to their alma maters and you know be the face of the program, and yeah. I, I think that's great, man. And the the whole Michigan thing, where the coach uh, Beeline was a Beeline that was uh, previously the coach, um, that that kind of caught some people off guard. I, I could kind of understand, you know, what was happening there, but for me, this was probably the best move out of anything else they could have possibly done unless yeah. they would unless they would have you know talked to Jalen Rose or Chris Reber or something like yeah, that. Yeah. This this is the best. Um yeah, I I definitely like the fact that uh Juwan Howard is coaching Michigan. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know exactly what happened with the coach before cuz this team was in the tournament. Yeah. You know, it was in the final four what maybe a couple years two, ago. Yeah, maybe years, years ago, ago yeah. something like that. Um so this team hasn't been Doing bad per se, no. Um, but I tell you what, I don't remember who the guy is. I'm much, uh, I'm much happier at the fact that Jawan Howard got the job, um, especially with the history in Michigan and you know all of that. Um, Jawan Howard has established himself as a coach. I mean, some felt like he should have uh, got the opportunity to be an NBA coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he's been on the on the, on the bench. Yeah, he's yep. been on the bench for so long, coach. Uh, doing assistant coaching work. Yep. So, um, the fact that he got a shot to coach a head coach somewhere, yep. is a great start. I I wonder if is he just just you know going just taking the necessary steps? Because I, I feel like I feel like this time maybe five years ago we were talking about him being in considerations for jobs. Of course, Howard. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we were talking about it um, like that, and I guess it never materialized for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm excited for him. Happy for him. Uh, Definitely, um, definitely a great move. Great PR move for Michigan too. With you know, with the uh, with the history. Oh, for certain. For for certain, man. And I don't know if a scandal. 
Um, cause I've, I've seen people put that out there. Maybe there's a scandal on the rise. Yeah. For which why B-Line left. Yeah. I don't know that to be the case, but I just hope that if it's something like that, that Jawan Howard doesn't, you know, his name, I should say his name anyway, doesn't get tangled in all the stuff that, you know, all the negative stuff right. that could potentially come out of it. So. Yeah. So shout out to Juwan Howard, for certain, man. For um, certain, man. I I do hope he coaches in the NBA one day, though. Yeah, I I still do. But hope I that. but I would love in a perfect world, I would love to see Juwan Howard get a championship mm-hmm. in Michigan. Yeah, that that would be that great. would be great. That yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I mean, you're talking Fab Five. You're yeah. talking those back to back title be, appearances. That would be great. Yeah, no doubt. You can You won't be able to erase this one. No doubt. Yeah. No, no doubt about it, man. So. I'm gonna let you kind of segue well, to the Chris Broussard, Kevin Durant situation because I did watch Broussard talk about it on TV, but I don't necessarily know well, trust exactly me, I, where it came from. Well, trust me, I ain't got a whole bunch of backstory for it, but this is what I what I will say because mm-hmm. um, I'm more I'm, I'm more along the lines of um, where you're at with it too. Um, essentially. Um, Chris Broussard um, said something, and KD responded like, "You don't know me. You only have my number." Right. And uh, Chris Broussard, I guess that um, rubbed him the wrong way, and he was like, "Well, you know, I, you know, if I'm lying, you can fire me, and I, you you're attacking my integrity and all that." Yeah. And um, the argument, <laughs> it, the reason why I'm kind of uh, irritated at the argument mm-hmm. on both sides is um, Chris Broussard went on and said, me and Kevin Durant have text, have been texting, you know, for however long and however mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. And... Um, when Kevin Durant called him out and said, nah, you, we haven't been texting, mm-hmm. um, he came back on the next day, Chris Broussard, and said, oh, well, I didn't mean text like that. I meant DMs via, you know, via Twitter and Instagram and all that. They follow each other, so that's right, how right. they've been um, uh, talking to each other. Right. Um, I'm irritated because... And then, if you saw... Uh, if you um, saw the episode of um, Undisputed. Mm-hmm. They was all they was on there having this like um, you know kind of awkward conversation about um, what I look like coming on TV and saying uh, I was DMing Kevin Durant back and forth and mm-hmm. uh, into 2019 the DM is the same as the text and mm-hmm. and all this like right you know like. Um, so I'm irritated with KD because, he, um, because of it, he know what he meant in his wording. Right. You don't have my number, so we didn't text. But bro, you know what he was talking about. You know he was talking about the fact that we yeah, y'all was having like, some type of a conversation yeah, about yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. y'all was having a conversation about. Chris Broussard made it clear that he didn't want to divulge those right. conversations. With in respect to that, by the way, and um, so it's like my like. We really, oh, we we really, we really on, you know, we consumers really watching this, watching them argue, 
what the difference between a text and a DM is. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is kind of like what this is about. Like a miss, like an interpretation of. So that's what it sounds like to me. Like, but but Kevin Durant was trying to make it seem like in his in his uh, t- uh, tweet, mm-hmm. I think it was a tweet, um, trying to make it basically sound like, nah, we ain't never had no communication right. via text. And but that leads that leads you on to think, mm-hmm. oh, he's saying him and Chris Broussard never talked, right? When in fact y'all did. But the way you wording it leads that to be interpreted so KD as KD has a problem with him wording it the way he worded it. KD is trying to make it seem like they didn't have no conversation at all when they did, but he worded it as text yeah. because they didn't physically on their phone this my number this your number text yeah. each other yeah. but they had conversations via dm that's how i'm interpreting the con- the, uh yeah. that's how i'm comprehending the conversation and um katie got some uh, katie got some some shit with him and he's still yeah. he's still the greatest to me uh right now and and that's not going to change katie you don't have to to reply to everything people say man and that's and that's all he also he came out like later on in the week like the reason why I do it is because I'm qualified to. All right, well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, if you feel that way, that's fine. I mean, yeah. nice, it's nice to keep yourself in the news for it. Not, I mean, I guess it's, it's nice. I guess, <laughs> I guess. I mean, come on, man. Like, you, I'm just you I don't know media too much. Yeah, man. like I. It always just seemed like he on there for some. It always just seemed, and I don't, you know, I'm not on Twitter a whole lot, so I don't see a whole lot of it. But it mm-hmm. seemed like he just always on there for some bullshit. Yeah, and and, and my knowledge, my knowledge of that is only based on what I hear on TV, so that might mm-hmm. not be the truth. Yeah, but it seemed like he always on there for some bullshit. That, nah, that, that, that stuff get like stuff like that, like that stuff get to him. I I, I get the sense that ever since he joined the Warriors, people been taking pop shots at him. And you could just like I remember the I remember the ESPYS that year. It was after was it after they won? Yeah, it was it was after they won the first one. And Peyton was hosting the ESPYS that. Oh game. yeah, and they cracked that little joke. And he cracked the joke, and uh-huh. they showed the camera to KD. He ain't like that shit. He just had yeah, he had the death stare. Yeah, like yo, like you, you a quarterback, but I you know yeah, I come after you like. Like son, like you, you're just taking stuff too serious, man. Hey, like man. you did what you did. You joined a team that beat you the year before. Just, just accept it. Yeah, you you wanted to be along for the ride. Now you great, and you're the reason that they won. They won mm-hmm. But you you joined something that was already established, and yeah. I, I ain't like the move, and I and I still don't like the move um, to this day. I still don't like it. I don't. I don't like it for me. But if if you were trying to achieve, if, if your goal was to get a ring, mm-hmm. raise that stock up, you you did that. Yep. You 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 won your rings and you raised your stock up. I mean, without him joining the Warriors, I don't know if we're saying he's the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah, no, that's I, I don't know if we're saying that. That's true. Uh, so, um, yeah. So respect, respect. You you did. What you set out to do, right? So I mean, so if that's what if that's what the reasoning was, and he achieved it, I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, for me and for basketball purposes, um, we know who's going to win the finals, and we've known for three years. Pretty good. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we pretty much know that, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, um, but I I gotta go back 
to the Eastern Conference Finals, man. Because um, I, I left this out in the notes, and we, we do got to say rest in peace to the Milwaukee Bucks season. Yeah. Because that thing just got out of hand real quick. Four straight losses for the Bucks, game three through game six. Um, and, and, and really, I thought the turning point in that series really was the overtime game in game three. Game three, yeah. Because the Bucks had them. They had them mm-hmm. in Toronto, and they, they couldn't finish the deal. And ever since then, they, they couldn't. They couldn't finish the deal. Yeah. Um, they were close in game five at home, and they let their foot off the gas there. In game six, they were up by 15 points in the third quarter, going into the fourth, and they just they, they couldn't finish the deal, man. And uh, you, you're looking at probably with KD being sidelined, you're looking at the best player in the game in these playoffs in one Kawhi Leonard, man. Mm-hmm. Against this, against the second best right now, and Steph Curry. Yeah, no, no doubt. Man. Um, no doubt. You know, and and again, we, we're saying this because KD's been out, and everybody else is, you know, gone. Mm, pretty much. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Man. Um, but what are the, it, 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 my my response to or my, uh, uh, my opinion on the Bucks? Yeah. Um. I tell you what, um, that boy Kawhi grown ass man. But yeah, we knew that Greek freak man and Greek freak better learn how to shoot some goddamn jumpers. That's it. Greek freak better learn how to shoot some damn jumpers and air ball and free throws. He and he needs some more post moves. I, I, I got to admit, I watched him go to the basket a few times. And it's like it's the same like Euro move to the basket, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, like they they're clamping down on you. They've they figured that out already. Yeah, you you got to come up with something else, and he couldn't come up with. They it. box you in, they box him in, and make him you know try to pull up, and he don't know what to do. I even watched him shoot three pointers in a, in a few instances. Mm-hmm. I was so disgusted. Like even the ones he made, or yeah. It didn't look good, man. I'm so sure. And after he made some, mm-hmm. it didn't look good, man. I, I I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it, and I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And I, I, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go to the gym this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go to real. the yeah. You got you gonna have to go. You gonna have to go over to the gym this summer, man. Because um, that 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 wasn't it. That wasn't it, man. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't it's, it. it. It's crazy. It's really Meanwhile, crazy. Kawhi Leonard not only scoring thirty but having seventeen rebound games, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, that dude's a grown man, and and look, seventeen boards in Game Seven, uh, six, uh, six. I mean Game Six. I'm sorry. I know. Um, look, my my my, my conversation is the same about the Raptors, though. Um, <laughs> in terms of what? In terms of he didn't need help. They they. Meaning Kawhi needs help. They they've done. Um, they need help. I guess they need help. They need help. They need a second oh, score. Are you saying against the Warriors? I'm saying because if that's yeah, the case, then everybody gonna needs help. If, they, if they're going to beat the Warriors, Warriors. If they're going to beat the Warriors, mm-hmm. which I don't see it happening, and I know some people do. Um, if they're going to beat the Warriors, 
Um, they're going to need a, a consistent secondary score. That's where it's got to start. No, that, that's fair. That's where it starts. That's fair. Um, Greek Freak, if he stays in Toronto, do you really see him Milwaukee. going to the... Um, uh, I'm sorry, I meant Kawhi. Kawhi, okay. if he stays okay. in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, they got... Um, I don't see them being this good next year. If he stays, if he stays, if he stays in stays Toronto, there. I don't see the Toronto being this good next year. Now, what about what I proposed uh, last week when we were talking about free agents? What if Masai says, you know what, Lowry, we appreciate you know what you've done, but I'm paying you $33 million, and I'd rather give that money to a Kemba Walker, whom I know is a better yeah, I'm with you. point guard than you. And I trust him as a number two scorer. Yep. I don't... They don't have a number. Toronto doesn't have a number two score. Yeah, right, I mean, right now, consistently, yeah. right now, no. I, I, I'm, I'm with you there, but you, you threw me off when you was like, they need, he needs help, and I'm he like, do need help. I'm like, they in the finals. They like, do need help. If that's the case, then he's not going to do. I don't think he's going to be able to do this next year. If, if that's, if that's the case, then everybody that plays the Warriors, is I'm saying, need help. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, let me clarify. If he stays in Toronto, which I don't think he's going to stay in Toronto, I, I just don't. I don't think he's going to stay in Toronto. Is and it's because why, why do you think that he don't got no help? Yeah, I, he did this, and, and I don't. And obviously, there sure. were other people who scored points. Sure. Obviously, it, it was sure it was by committee. Lowry went off one day, then Siakam had a good game. Van Vliet, yeah, all of a sudden comes out of nowhere, game five and game six. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. It's the other guys. It's when somebody else is hot, it's their time. And when it's not their time, somebody else is probably taking over the second scoring you know, possibilities. Yeah. yeah. but I'm, I'm not speaking about the final. I'm speaking about Kawhi Leonard and his uh, – is he staying in Toronto or not? I, I think – I think – I think – that is going to have a lot to do in his decision. The fact that he really, he really can't have a bad game. No, he can't. But I mean, if you're talking, right it depends on the other team. I mean, he's sure. had a better game, and somebody's come through. Sure. No, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I, I, I totally understand. You know where, where, you, where you're coming from with this. Um, they, they've done this all season long. With him missing 22 games, they, they've done this. All season long, they've won 58 games, which is one less than last year mm-hmm. with DeMar DeRozan, for crying out loud. And, I mean, we get to the playoffs, and all of a sudden, you know, he has no help. Like, nobody was saying this throughout the regular season, and I get we, the playoffs okay. are a different animal. All right, all right, well. I get it. No, I, I, I get it. But And you know and you know how I feel about the Raptors in I, the regular season. So. I, I, I get it, but... We're just talking this one year, and already, oh, this, you know, we're talking like we're talking LeBron from the Cavs years ago. Like, oh, this guy Nobody, needs help. Yeah, he needs help. Like, yeah, he needs help against the Warriors, no question need, about it. He's, I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you, he's not going to be this good next year. Kawhi's not going to be this if good. If he stays in Toronto, they're going to figure what they're going to figure a way to slow this man down. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the dude is they're, still young. He's in his prime. They're gonna figure a way to slow. They're gonna figure a way to slow this dude down. Uh, and that's no. That's we'll, no. We'll see. That's no uh, diss to him because um, I've really, I've really been as a prisoner of the moment, really being on my mind debating. He got to be number two, right? 
in the league. Yeah, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. Right, and 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 look at the and look at the Eastern Conference too. I mean, Kyrie is probably going to leave the Celtics. Where does that put the Celtics? I don't think the Celtics or be will be better than Toronto, especially if Kyrie leaves. You look at the. I mean, but look how good they were when Kyrie wasn't there. What's that? How good they they were when Kyrie wasn't there. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they you know they got to the conference finals without him. I I understand that, but you're talking about going for a chip, and I don't think the Celtics with that ragtag bunch of players minus Kyrie can get to the finals. I, I just don't believe that. Okay. Not not against these Raptors okay. if they keep Kawhi, and then you look at um. The Sixers, Jimmy Butler, that's not a guarantee he stays in Philly. We don't know how that team is going to, you know, shape out. And then Milwaukee. Milwaukee, I could see still being well, that Milwaukee, um, and I, I was going to uh, circle back to them. Chris Milton is a free agent. Um, uh, they, Brooke Lopez could Brooke leave. Lopez is a free agent. Um, and it's somebody else I'm missing. And somebody, yeah, somebody else. It's not Brogdon. It's not um No, it is. Bledsoe. I thought it was Brogdon. Is it is it Brogdon? I thought it was Brogdon. Uh, I don't know. Okay, but I, I there's a third there's a third piece that means something to the Bucks mm-hmm. that is a free agent this year. Okay, um, Lopez, Middleton, and somebody else. Right. Um, and that and that could mean something. It, it could hurt. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't. It, and it, I, it could hurt. So I guess with with what you saying. The, Maybe yeah, if I'm Kawhi and I'm looking at what's going on, look, this is so funny. I, I was just telling this to my pops the other day. There's an argument now. I mean, we talk about the Eastern Conference and everything. Mm-hmm. You can argue the East is still the East still because it took it 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 took a guy from the Western Conference to come over to the East and win the Eastern Conference championship. Not the Sixers, not the Bucks, not even the Celtics. All the, those teams was like, yo, like we we all got a shot now. Mm-hmm. We're talking about players that originated in the Eastern Conference, and it took a dude from the West, from the Spurs, to come east and just be like, yo, this is my conference. Yeah. The but East he, is still the East, bro. <laughs> but he's been so good, though. Yes, yes. Is he? And 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 if you're Kawhi, this is legendary good, though. Why would you? It is, and and. I'm willing to bet that that legendary play is going to continue. He's in his prime right now. I'm willing to. I'm willing to put money on that. I would reckon. I would think that he wants some help. Sure, sure. And and again, I think there's going to be some tweaking with this roster. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I I I don't know. I mean, Kyle Lowry is going to get thirty million next year, but I I don't know what Masai is thinking. And and, and speaking of Masai. That man better win Executive of the Year this year. For bringing in Kyrie? He bet, no. I mean, Ka- um, Kawhi. Kawhi. He, he better win Executive of the Year. After niggas was trashing the move when it first happened. After Were they, we trashing the move? Bruh. And I don't know how serious I, remember. I should. I don't know how serious I should take Chris Carter. Cause I, remember, I remember football. just saying... I remember, and I I can't remember what it, what people were saying. Uh-huh. I remember just saying, I just want to know mm-hmm. if he really that dude. I liked the move, yeah. But there were people that was like, "Yo, like, what are you doing?" And 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 it was because of the gamble that 
he's not going to resign. Yeah. He can't, you know, there was rumors that Kawhi came out and said, this is where I want to go. And obviously the Spurs aren't going to grant that mm-hmm. to him. So we're going to trade you elsewhere and you figure that out yourself. How much stock do you put into Kawhi balling at another level? Because he knew he was a free agent this next coming summer, based on the history he's had in his exit from um, San Antonio. It's look, man. It's 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 highly possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discredit that. Yeah. I'm not gonna discredit. And I'm that. not. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna discredit that because look, there's motivation. Money motivates people. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just natural. Yeah. But. Yeah, Kawhi took it to another level this year, For certain. particularly in his playoffs. For certain. And I believe he could do it again next year and maybe the year after that. But if I'm looking at this conference, man, and and I know the Knicks and the Nets, I know they got cap space and all this stuff, but until I you know see it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe it when I see it. Um, this is this is the Raptors conference right now mm-hmm. until somebody says something. I, I gotta respect something different. I gotta respect that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta respect that. You know what I'm saying? I gotta respect I'm that. I'm just looking elsewhere. And yeah, I, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are the threat. I, I'll admit that the Bucks are the threat. But this is the Raptors conference right now. Mm. So not the Celtics. No, because I, I don't okay. think I don't think Kyrie's gonna be there. And I don't even know. But what again, Jimmy, and I don't know about Jimmy Butler's situation. But we know what kind of team the Celtics have been when they didn't have to worry about a. Coach, I mean a point guard. Yeah, if, that don't short sure, everything with the program. If they don't have that dude, if the Celtics that is, mm-hmm. if they don't have that dude, they are not winning the East. Not with Philly and Milwaukee and Toronto in there. They not they not doing it. Mm-hmm. And and quite frankly, had Oladipo been healthy with the Pacers, you could make a case the Pacers could have took him out in the in the first round earlier this year. Yeah, I won't be making that case. So, but you know, I'm 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 not I'm not buying the Celtics unless they. I mean, if they do something crazy like trade for AD, mm-hmm. then okay, then okay. It's like all right, the Celtics they they players now, but I I, I just don't know. Man. Okay, okay, I I just don't know. So, but um, so here we are, man. Um, <laughs> the finals it starts on Thursday. Mm, yeah. Um. The uh, Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors game one is in Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they got the home court. They got man. the home court. Yeah. Um, as far as we know, uh, Kevin Durant is traveling with the team, but not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all it's on you, man. What what you thinking? Um, I think I think the Raptors take game one. Um. But if we're, I mean, if we're talking matchups, let's let's you know talk matchups for a minute here. Um, I think what's been overlooked with this Raptors team is how well they rebound. Um, Ibaka can get you ten boards. Uh, Gasol can get you ten boards. Kawhi can get you ten. Kawhi can do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he's done it what like six, you know, on six occasions mm-hmm. in these playoffs. Siakam can get you ten boards. Um, Man, these guys are tall, man. These guys can rebound. And when those shots for the Warriors don't fall, and look, I don't imagine that many of those shots won't fall mm-hmm. for Golden State, but let there be a couple games where those shots don't fall. Mm-hmm. Toronto is not going to allow you to 
crash the boards offensively, they're gonna get that rebound on the defensive end, and they're you know gonna take advantage of that. That's that's big for a team with that much length going up against a team where the five spot is the weak link. I'm gonna be honest about it. The five spot for the Warriors. Is the weak link. I mean, you talking about Bogut? Or you talking about talking about Bogut, Looney? Talking about those guys? Now I know Boogie could come in and play game two. So maybe. you got so in your mind? Yep. You got you got Gasol over over Bogut. Yep. That no argument there. Yep. You got? Do you have Gasol over Looney? Um, no. I think Looney is more athletic, obviously. He's, he's more athletic, obviously. But then you, you don't have to put Gasol on him. You still got a Baca and you've got Siakam. And then, and, well, then, but Siakam playing the five? Um, He doesn't have to play the five. Yeah, okay. I'm, say, I, I, I I'm think just talking about, so when I, so, uh, and obviously Gasol is, Gasol has been touted as more of a scorer. Then obviously Luma and Bo and Bogut put together. He can but shoot I'm, the three, yeah. But I'm talking about in them in them trenches, and because we spoke about rebounds. Yep. And when, we, when it's time to get rebounds, yep. I'm I'm taking Lumi over Bogut. Um, you mean Lumi? I mean Lumi over, Lume over Gasol. Uh, Gasol. I'm I'm leaning towards Gasol over Bogut, but I could see people who would argue that Bogut would be better at getting rebounds than Gasol at this stage of Gasol's career. Mm-hmm. Um. I know Draymond is smaller. Mm-hmm. No, he he'll get down. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna discredit Draymond. He can. Yeah, you know he so, can, he, he can he can take the punishment. Yeah, I, I mean he he does it in the West all year. <coughs> mm-hmm. He does it in the West all year, and we I, we I think we I think we cleared that the front court play of the West Coast of the Western Conference is tougher. Than the West Coast front court play, uh, East the Coast front court, court, court play in the East. East, East. Yeah, I, I can see that. So is yeah, so I can see that. I'm not minus s- the Raptors. So I'm, they've been doing it all year. Yeah, so. I'm not saying they're not good at it. I'm saying yeah, that yeah. I'm saying that Draymond ain't no suck at it neither. No, and Draymond is gonna get his. He, I mean, he's he's gonna so take the punishment. so so I get I get I get that they're the better rebounding team statistically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and even when I look at them on on you know on the court, yeah, I I would give the slight edge to the uh, to the Raptors, mm-hmm. but in no way am I saying that this won't be the time that the Warriors flip a switch. Sure, and I'm not trying to incline by bringing up the rebounding topic that Toronto's going to win this series because in my head. I don't think they're going to win the series. I am rooting for them, though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're going to win. I'm rooting for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I, you hate the Raptors, man. You, I don't. No, <laughs> no, no. Because let's be and, and let's be very, 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 very clear. <laughs> and I'm at this point. I guess at this point it is hate. And, and maybe I should check myself yeah, off yeah, camera. Yeah, it's, it's hate at this it, point, it, man. It, it might be. It might be. I'll check myself off camera. Oh, my God. Yo. But First. they're here. <laughs> they are here because of Kawhi Leonard. Okay. And I'm not. Uh, all right. They're here because of Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. All right. And the way he's bought, I want him to get the chip because of what he's done. Sure. I, I look now. Here's the flip. Here's the flip side to that. Because I look. I 
I'm a Kawhi fan, so I would love for him to get the chip. I'm officially a Kawhi fan. I've ordered. I mean, and, and just mm-hmm. let me just give you the shot. I got a. Sh- I just got a shirt made of the shot against Philly. Yeah, I, it's coming. It'll okay. be here this week. Okay, they I'm, they painted a mural in Toronto. Yeah. of that. And then that's a the shot of the of the shot where he's squatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They painted a mural yeah. in Toronto for that. Yeah, yep. I I am a Kawhi Leonard fan, like officially. Like I always liked Kawhi Leonard. Yep, I'm a Kawhi Leonard fan. I've I've become a fan of Kawhi. Yeah. And look, he I just don't like the way he look at people. He he, he deserves it. He deserves yeah. it if he could pull this off against this team. He he'll deserve it. I'm rooting for the Raptors, man. I I like some of those guys, man. I I know I get on Kyle Lowry a lot, but I'm happy he got to this point. Marcus Gasol, who's been in the conference final before, I'd be happy for that guy. Abaka, who was in the finals a few years ago with OKC, I I'd be happy for that guy to get a ring. Those, none of those other guys got rings, man. Kawhi at least has one. Mm-hmm. You know, those and he the only one. Yeah, but he's still the only one. You would. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't think that. And, and, and again, y'all, if it's hate, and I'm pretty, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confident it's hate at this point. No, no, I, I, I check, I check myself later. hundred percent. I check myself it, later. It's, it's hate. But right now, while I'm not, while I'm, while I'm unchecked, man, get all y'all rings. Give Kawhi all your rings. If they win. All your rings go to Kawhi. He gets twelve rings. Oh, come on, don't do he that. He gets twelve rings. Come on, don't don't. That's do that. how I feel. Don't do that. That's how I feel. So let's 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 let's. Call they would have. They so would have. They would have made. They would have made. They would have made the playoffs. The Raptors. So Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, JJ Barea, Jason Terry, and Deshaun Jason Stevenson. Terry, give Terry all your give all your rings. Hold on, to Dirk Jason, Jason Terry contributed. Let's not do that. Jason Terry contributed. Deshaun Stevenson was probably the less of the Tyson Chandler contributed. Come on, like come on. I'm not and I'm again. And so what you think the Raptors aren't gonna contribute? This was a team the Dallas Mavericks championship was a more was a team win where everybody not necessarily equal, but everybody pulled their weight. Everybody on this Raptors team in this playoffs. And you, and you think they're not going every to every team in this Raptors playoffs. The playoffs have not carried their weight. Well, I I, I got to research that. I, I don't know. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking about the Mavericks title run. Because I, I think there were moments where guys took some nights off. I don't think I don't think there was... Tyson a- Chandler did his job pretty much through that entire playoffs. Deshaun Stevenson, who's not looked at for scoring, okay. pretty much did what he's supposed to do all that. Sean Murray in the key. I mean, in the in the um, in the wing, right. contributed, did what he needed to do. JJ Barrera did what he needed to do. Jason Terry, clutch shots, did what he needed to do. Uh, it was a team effort. Everybody played yeah, their okay, role. Okay, sure, but so you think Van Vliet? So you Van think, Vliet has been garbage for the majority of the playoffs. So you so you think so you you think that if the Raptors win this thing, that it's going to be Kawhi just. Doing what he's been doing all year. Oh, and, 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 and again, I'm talking about if they win it. If they win it, yeah, he's going to be doing what they. I'm not saying that Kyle Lowry might not sneak off a 25 I, point game. I don't know. About I don't see Kyle Lowry averaging 15. I got. I, I don't I, see him averaging 15. I, I I'm gonna pull up the Dallas Mavericks playoff run. 
But see, and, you're going to look at stats, and you're not going to compare roles to how they actually played. So Abaka, so Abaka took some days off during this run. Do you remember the the uh, Raptors played the Magic? So I'm talking about the Sixers series. Uh-huh. But we were on this show talking about how he was only averaging nine points a game. Who Abaka? Yes. Yeah. Okay, but is that is that his role? I mean, is that his strength though? Ibaka should be averaging more than nine points in any series. Okay, but I, I, I'm, I, I don't. I don't. Cons- I, I guess for me, I don't consider that his strength. For me, it's defense, rebounds, putbacks. That, that for me, that's his strength. Serge Ibaka on that Toronto Raptors team should be averaging twelve to fifteen was, was, points. Was, was Serge Ibaka consistent on the defensive end? I, I would say that. I would the say way, no. The way you the way you said Tyson Chandler did what he did during that Tyson one, Chandler Tyson, is strictly a defensive player. Strictly, okay. And Ibaka is not strictly. A, he's not strictly a defensive player. No. Based off of what? Based off the fact that he gets you, he should be able to get you twelve to fifteen. You you know he got a jump or a wing jumper. You okay. know he can get to the rack. Okay, these are not things that Tyson Chandler does. Tyson Chandler is strictly a defensive player. You anything he gives you offensively is a plus. Okay. You expect Serge Ibaka to score points. Yeah, well, you expect uh, Serge. Well, Ibaka. For me, is he a more of a defensive player than an offensive player? Yes, but you expect him to score in double digits. Sure, you expect him to average in double digits. I, I just, I, for me, I, I just don't consider that his strength. And if you're gonna, if you're gonna ask the question, was Ibaka on a defensive end consistent throughout these playoffs? I, I would say, say I would say yes. I would say meh. I, I would, I would say yes, he was. But I'm still, but the other part of his responsibility. Which is scoring in double digits, averaging in, t- in double digits. Okay. He's lapped in some series. He's disappeared in some series offensively, in some games offensively. Yeah. yeah. And that's a part of his role. Yeah. They expect him to score in double digits. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And let me be clear, because you know, I've, I've, I don't know why I've watched Undisputed lately, and and I guess it's because of the whole Skip Bayless being bitter. That Kawhi's not with the Spurs anymore because you know that Skip's team and all yeah, that, mm-hmm. and he's been dogging him on Twitter and pretty much kind of downplaying, you know, what he's been doing throughout these playoffs yeah. and stuff. But this dude, this uh, Skip Bayless was like, the Raptors have a better supporting cast than the Bucks do, and I was like, huh? Like, what's he talking? What's he talking about? <laughs> what's he talking about? <laughs> um. What's he talking about? Well, let's Yo, line, now, let's line a, it up. Huh? Well, let's line it up. Well, let's line it up. Okay. Um, Chris Bucks. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton. Uh, Eric Bledsoe. Yep. Um, I don't know how you feel about George Hill, but he's had some clutch games. He's uh, had some. He's had. He's had a good playoff run. Yeah. He's he's had a good playoff run. Um, off the bench. Uh, well, will you count him in the supporting George Hill? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He's a part of the there. supporting cast. Yeah. Uh, Miritich. Uh, he. Yeah. We can leave him out. We yeah, can take yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and really, Bledsoe too, to a to a certain extent. Would you take him out of this? These three I just said. Though? No, I, I yeah, wouldn't. You wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, I didn't think you would do that. No, I wouldn't. Um, Toronto. I think that's everything. I think that's everybody in Milwaukee. Three players, yeah, Middleton, um, and and don't count Brogdon because because he he's been out, he's been injured, he's yeah. been out, so he doesn't count. So Middleton, Bledsoe, George and Hill. George Hill, mm-hmm. that's three players. Okay, Toronto, 
Uh, would you count the Cal Lowry? Um, because see, we're talking we're talking consistency, right? It's, um, yeah, then, yeah, we're talking consistency. Yeah, because so Lowry, I thought wasn't consistent. Okay, so we won't count Cal Lowry. Yeah, um, we'll count Siakam. Siakam until the injury. Yeah, I think the one game he had with the injury, I thought. You know. I mean, but for the playoffs, he's been consistent. For the playoffs, for the most part, he's been consistent. Yeah, so you count, you count Siakam. Um, okay, fine. Yeah, uh, we got a caller coming. Carter, in. Hold on, Carter, what up? Patty cake, patty cake, microwave. Yo, <laughs> what's going on, what fellas? What's good, man? What's going on? What's going on? Hey. Uh, before we get started, man, I'm going to be up in the DMV before the summer's out. I got to bring my daughters up there and all that stuff, man. So okay. we definitely need, need to link up. No hey, doubt. man, well, you know where we at every Tuesday, man. No doubt, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But y'all think y'all, um, well, number one, I feel like you shorted the bucks on their on their role players. Um, I mean, nobody mentioned Miritich. Yeah, no, we we kind of exclude, we, we, we excluded Miritich. We we mentioned him. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned him. We just excluded him because I, I thought he was inconsistent throughout the playoffs. So we're talking about so the, uh, uh, just for a recap, we're talking about consistent role players in the playoffs throughout this entire playoff run um, to I guess trying to gain understanding on who we feel like has the better role players between uh, the Bucks and the Raptors. Um, so now, to me, it's a coin flip. Okay, it's a coin flip, but but it, it, it's kind of tricky when you bring the playoffs into it because I said this on my show maybe like a little uh, early in the week mm-hmm. is that technically speaking, Toronto had the playoff advantage over the Bucks. Mm-hmm. The only difference is Toronto had that stink of LeBron James. Not only just LeBron James, but you, Toronto they known for losing game ones, especially on their home court. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? For certain. But they but the experience showed and, and I think I, I agree with you guys to where we can say that the depth showed of Toronto because Toronto, you know, what we've been saying through all regular season, Toronto got so much depth, even the games that Kawhi doesn't play, they were able to win majority of those games. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't even nothing. Yeah. Like 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 almost like how they say about K D, like, oh well the Warriors really didn't need K D. It's almost like during the regular season at certain point in time, the Bucks didn't really need Kawhi to win against their opponent. Now, with that being said, the question is, is Kyle Lowry going to turn into Kyle Lowry? Uh, you know, like, what about the rest of the Raptors? Like, how many of them have successfully able to wash the stink off of them, which is LeBron James, which is, you know, of them being a young franchise, one of the newer franchises in the league, and getting over that hump. Um, I don't know how consistently you can count on their role plays, but like you said, like everybody knows, all it really takes is a couple of them mm-hmm. per game. Yeah. So if if Van Vliet and Norman Powell is off one game, maybe you got a Baca and and somebody else stepping on Siakam. Well, we know Siakam is only is is, is their only other player that yeah, really can get their own shot. I mean, yeah. Kyle Lowry can get his own shot, but. Yeah, you know, Kyle Lowry is kind of like Tita Totter is like, you know, we, we already know what Kyle Lowry is in the playoffs. Yeah. Thanks to Kawhi, he's been able to erase the stink, you know, but other than that, it's been, you know, when it's him and DeMar DeRozan, mm-hmm. they stunk it up in the playoffs when it really mattered the most. Well, you know what um, it is. So my question is, 
Uh-huh. You know what it is, Fish, is that Kyle Lowry all of a sudden became like the third, fourth option on the team once they realized that Siakam was improving his game throughout the regular season. Nah, he been he been he been Correct. Sauce for a couple of years though, man. How long has Siakam been in the league? How long has Siakam been in the what? This like his third year? Third, third year. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because Kyle no, no, Lowry no, no, like his third year. I'm talking about this year. Nobody uh, I'm talking about this year. Once they realized Siakam was like that second guy then Kyle Lowry became the third or fourth option. After okay, that. okay, good. So you so mean, less pressure. no pressure on him. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But but still in all, still in all, I mean, until last series, he, he, he's been failing to consistently show up in the playoffs. So regardless of him being the, the second or third option, he's still shown that he's not necessarily consistent. If you look at the closeout game that they had against Philly, mm-hmm. um, he he had a decent game, but he only had like twelve points. 12 points yeah. You know, Kyle Lowry makes the All Star team every. You don't make the All Star team averaging twelve points, I guess, unless you're Draymond Green or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. with that being said, we can't count on Lowry. I believe Siakam, we can count on because he's in a he's in a type of role to where he's looking to get paid, and no one expected Siakam. I I, I believe he will he will get he should. <laughs> Get the most improved player this year, um, yeah, and if he doesn't, he'll be he'll be the runner up. But nobody expected him to be what he is this year, and and and, and be the fact that he turned out to be what he is. Okay, so now there's less pressure on Kyle Lowry, um, but at the same time, it's like man, Kyle Lowry when he's missing shots. It gets into his head. Y- y'all remember the decompress moment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I had to just decompress and go to the locker room and decompress. So yep. that still lingers within Kyle Lowry. And when Kawhi was shooting his final free throws, uh, that game was like three or four seconds. That was the longest se- seven seconds I ever witnessed in the, in the NBA game. But uh, he was shooting his free throws. You could see Kyle Lowry happy to get over that hump. So my question is, is Kyle Lowry going to be – you know, just satisfied with getting over that hump and getting his franchise to a spot they'd never been before, or is he going to come out and be something different? I don't know. Now, he happened to be going up against the the perfect person, um, you know, which is Steph Curry, who hasn't necessarily been consistent in the playoffs, particularly the finals. Mm-hmm. So I think I think this is where the matchup lies between Kyle Lowry and Steph Curry as far as what happens during this series. Steph Curry's in his bag right now, though, man. I, yeah, I he is. He's but... definitely been struggling in the finals. He's definitely struggled in finals. But um, I don't know, man. I think he in his bag right now, man. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see this being. I, I get, I get. I mean, you broke it down crazy. But I, I, I Kyle Lowry about to get waxed, man. <laughs> if you're talking about point guard, I don't think Damian Lillard. I don't think Damian Lillard defends as well as Kyle Lowry, though. Uh. That's up for debate. I, 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 I'll admit that I don't watch uh, I would him defensively. I would say Lowry's a better defender than Damian Lillard. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't watch Damian Lillard defend that often. I, I'm, I'm into. The but game. I do get, I do get what you're saying, though, uh, Maestro. Because I think Kyle Lowry, if his shot's not falling and Steph's going off, it's going to get in his head, and yeah. it's going to get in his head pretty bad. It's going to be yeah. like, don't let this game one be crazy for Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah and, and I agree with that. My thing is, if it's any team. That's the problem with it. If it's any team that's poised to lose a game one at home, it would be Toronto. That's true. So yeah, it's kind of looking like, man, they got to come out firing on all cylinders or it's going to be a situation where they, they, they might get ran off their own home court. Now, of course, if you're Golden State, 
all you really need to do is win game two. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. game one, yeah, okay, be competitive. But all you really do need to do is, is win game two to get home court advantage back. Um, at the same time, you know, the Warriors have been shown to be very vulnerable this postseason. However, since Kevin Durant has been gone, they haven't lost a game. Yeah, yeah. And people think, oh, well, no, they better without KD. No, it's not the case. The point of the matter is, once Kevin Durant said, I'm KD, you, I'm Kevin Durant, you know who I am, mm-hmm. he started taking more shots, even though Steve Kerr was like, oh, we need Kevin to take like 28 to 30 shots. KD's like, well, I'm not going to do that. And then he started doing it. So now you got 28 to 30 shots to the folks, and Draymond Green is getting these dudes. Easiest baskets mm-hmm. you have ever seen. Yes, I've seen Draymond like, well, Draymond got a wide open layup. Why is he passing? Oh, because he's giving Kevon Looney right. a wide open alley oop. Uh-huh. And now Kevon Looney's going to play more defense right. on the other end because he knows right. he's going to get the ball. Yeah. Well, Michael, so I, I think, it, I think what, it's man. a very. Uh-huh. I, tell you, I tell you what, microwave. They the Warriors better hit their shots, and I know they're going to hit their shots. But uh, how about this? Um, the Raptors will not give you a lot of second chance opportunities, you know, for putbacks, um, you know, second chance shots. Because this team rebound, I mean. It, and transition points. The yeah. Raptors are very good against transition. Yeah. And so, to me, to me, this series is going to go six games in my, in my eyes. I think the Warriors win, but I think Toronto is going to show themselves that, you know, they're going to be able to hang with them. But I do think that the way Steph is going and Clay, and the fact that Draymond, I mean, if you go back to the Portland series, Draymond was in his bag. Clay, Draymond looking like the best point. <laughs> he like was in his bag in the league against yeah. Portland. Yeah, he looked even, like even in the Houston series. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say even in the Houston series. If if you can remember when control, you see Draymond get the ball and go coast to coast and try to lay the ball up, yeah. which makes a big difference and say, okay, because Steph Curry and I told my wife this, I told George Peace this, Steph Curry has a, a, a knack for when he's missing shots, he will press. Yeah. He will press yeah. and he will take bad shots, which normally they're good shots, but when they're not going in, they're bad shots. Yeah. So, um, it really it, it really, and me it all boils down to who's Kawhi going to guard. If Kawhi because I'm I'm really looking at Clay Thompson to have a big finals because he was snubbed off the All NBA team. Yep. Yeah, of course he says, yeah, well I'd rather win championships than to do this and to do that. But at the same time, you know, now that out of the bag and you done blue, not blue, but you know, you you you're going to be short at least thirty something million on your yeah. next contract. Yeah. You got something to prove, like he said. I don't think there's that many guards in the league better than me. Mm-hmm. So. I look to see what Clay's going to do, but if they put Kawhi on Clay, especially while KD's out, I think the Raptors have a great chance. Yeah, it's all up to the role players. 100%. So, two questions for you uh, before we let you go, Fish. Number one, your prediction right. for the series. And number two, is Durant going to come back? Trey, I am with you. I think the, I think the Warriors win in six. Mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, I believe they win the six experience. I think that it depends on if he plays. If KD doesn't play yep. this finals, I believe he will. Because no one really talks about the fact their option. Mm-hmm. So he's necessarily not a restricted uh, a free agent unless you know he declines his option. So yep. he can take his option 
and you, you don't remember maybe a year ago or a little over a year ago, Katie was talking about them building statues of them and all that stuff. And no one really talks about the fact that, well, they're not going to build a statue of KD in a new arena if he doesn't play in it, are they? Right. I don't think so. No. So it, 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 it might be a chance that KD signs another one-year deal, especially if he can't go for the finals. He'll probably go ahead and opt in to his play to take his little money. They'll re-sign Clay, and then they'll refigure out everything next year. Because one thing I do know about Kevin Durant is that He's sensitive enough to where his ego really matters. Mm -hmm. And if he feels like they won without him, he's going to go. I don't think he's going to take his tail and run because it makes him look really, it makes him look worse than if he said, okay, yeah, well, they won without me in six games, but we're going to come back the next year and we're going we gonna to take it all quickly. You know, last year they swept. The year before was, what, five games. Mm -hmm. So I think KD is going to be on a mission to show everybody that, no, the Warriors would not be the Warriors without me. I believe if he doesn't play at least two games in this series, he stays. If he plays more than two, then the, the, the tables are open. But he's traveling with the team. Yeah. So that, that makes it seem like he may mm -hmm. be available for game two or yep. maybe he yeah. just – you know, feels like I, I, I'm gonna go support my guys. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna be available for game two. That's, yeah. that's what I got from him traveling with the team. Yeah, that's what I got from that. I think he's gonna be ready. Let for me let me ask y'all this though, fellas. What up? Um, do you think do you think KD plays game two if Golden State wins game one? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really do. Yep. I really do. They try and get Toronto. I think if he, I think if they win game one, I think if they win game one, they'll rest in game two. I think they're in the, they're, they're going to be in a position to try to treat him like Toronto. And, and speaking of uh, Toronto, when we talk about Kawhi and returning, I think Toronto has done everything in their power to show Kawhi they care. They haven't played him in too many back-to-backs during the regular season. Mm -hmm. They monitor his minutes, give him games off for rest, so that they show that we're not San Antonio. We're not going to ask you to do things that you don't feel comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. But when it's time to get it done in the postseason, get it done. So I, I, I also think it might be the same thing with the Warriors as, as far as KD goes. Like, hey, look, if we get in trouble, we might need you to play at 85%. Yeah. However... If we don't get in trouble, we can wait till you're 93. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Just so you can get back out there on the court. Now, what do y'all think about this whole uh, – and, and, and I'm getting – That's all right. We got time. That this could be – I'm necessarily by that. Hey, Fish, Fish, you gotta, hold on a minute. You, uh -huh. you were kind of breaking up for a minute. You got to run that question back. Yeah. Well, I was saying the notion of that that this could be an Achilles injury for KD and they just keeping it under wraps, I don't necessarily buy that. But the longer he sits out, the more it starts to creep into my mind. Like, well, maybe they just don't want to say anything about it. And if they can win without him ever having to play, they, we'll never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think it's a I don't think it's an Achilles. I don't. Um, yeah, it's man. It's hard to not think that though. Yeah, nah, it's, it's it makes hard sense. to not <laughs> makes sense. But I don't think it is. I think he's chilling. Yeah. Can I they think, get fired for lying? Because I think it was clear. I think it was clear to see. Um, you know, they got out of Houston, but I think early we knew even even with Portland having those leads um, in all of those games. Yeah, I think it was clear. I think it was very clear who the better team was. I think everybody saw it. It was no need to rush him back. I agree. 
Yeah. I think it was no need to rush yeah. him back. And, and that's sad. And that was sad yeah. for Portland. Yeah. 15 yeah. points. Like, you could tell Portland was really giving the Warriors all they had. Yeah. And yeah. they... They just got gassed. They just got gassed in, at the end in in of games. Two, Thirteen points in game three, and another seventeen. They was gassed at the four. end of games. Yeah, yeah. They was they. It's, it seemed like the Warriors was like, yeah, we gonna let you cook. We gonna let you cook. All right, it's around third quarter, like middle of third. All right, let's turn up. Yeah. And, and then they turn up on them, and it, and it was nothing in every single game that the Blazers could do about it. I wonder if that quadruple overtime game. What was that game three against Denver? I, I just wonder that if that just sort of had a lingering effect on I don't think down so. the stretch. I think I think I think that um the backcourt of the Warriors is just better than the backcourt of the Blazers and mm-hmm. they got a Draymond Green in the front court. And there's nobody on the Blazers front court mm-hmm. that could deal with Draymond Green. Um I agree. I, I, I agree I agree slightly. I think and we, we talked about Cantor being a tough guy. He can't deal with Draymond. To, and being able to deal with Draymond, I don't think Cantor is as talented as Draymond Green. He can't deal I, with I, him. I, I'll put it that way. Well, down. we know Cantor can't play no defense. He exactly. can't deal with him. Exactly. He can't deal with him. Cantor is a scorer and a rebounder because of his height. But at the same time, I mean, he, he also had a shoulder injury he was dealing with. But yep. no one's ever looked at Cantor as a as a defensive stopper. Mm. And that's another thing that I wonder when it comes to this next series. You know, who do you put Kawhi in on? Do you put him? You, you're bringing up, bro. He was bringing up. The Warriors are a different team than when, you know, it's, it's than when it's KD running the show. Because when KD's running the show, it's a lot of ISO ball. Even though the ball still moves, they get into a lot of ISO situations. But however, with Draymond Green, he gets everybody involved. Guys, you know, when they're talking about Kavon Looney has 10 points in the first half. And we're like, oh, really? You know, it's almost like the Myers-Leonard thing. But the only difference is Myers-Leonard just so happened to be open because they were leaving him open and he made shots. As opposed to Draymond Green getting his guys involved. And giving, making them, you know, because he's getting them involved, they're giving extra effort on the other end. And then they now, last question, but I want to take these comments off the air. Um, who guards Kawhi Leonard? Is it Draymond Green? Is it Clay Thompson? I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna listen to the comments off air, fellas. Good getting on with y'all again, man. Yes, sir. I'll try right. to get back in with y'all next Tuesday if I get off early in time. Yes, indeed. No doubt, man. Right, uh, Appreciate it, man. Homie microwave John Fisher right there, man. Um, Clay Thompson guards Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, for me. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. that's the most. And it's not just and and let's be yeah um yeah yeah because they need um they gonna need him and they gonna need Draymond in the front court because that yeah because they gonna need Draymond in the front court they, yeah they're not gonna expose Steph I think Steph. you would you would you would no nah, Steph ain't got no chance yeah they, they, they're Kawhi. not gonna expose Steph that's not even and, that doesn't even make sense to try to put him on there. right. And like you said, Draymond, they got to keep him in the front. They need court. him in the front court, and they need him distributing the ball, especially. And, and, and it makes sense to trust uh, to trust Drake to put your best defender on the guy who's played yeah. the best. And Clay will embrace that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And any and any and if you can get fifteen from Clay and get fifteen from Clay offensively, mm-hmm. you know, in the midst of trying to follow around Kawhi, Kawhi scores twenty five to thirty. Um, I ain't gonna front. That dude might average twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I think Clay like. You think Clay gonna shut him down? 
Huh? You want? I mean, that's that's kind of considered a shutdown if you're talking about him scoring twenty four under twenty five. What Clay? Kawhi. No, oh, you saying you got Clay's averaging twenty four. I could see Clay wild guarding Kawhi. Wild guarding Kawhi. Mm. I could see him that's averaging twenty four because here's the other piece. Um, is Kawhi guarding Clay? Um. I think it's, I, it's at least going to start that way. I it's think, at least going to start that way. I think for the majority of the series, I think you're going to see Kawhi on Steph a lot more. And, and and here's why. When you look at the starting five for Toronto, is there anybody, and, and I guess maybe Siakam, I, and I'm, I'm just looking at a guy that can keep up with Steph. I think Kawhi can do that. Uh, Siakam, I think, could do it slightly also. But who's playing the three right now for uh, Golden State? Uh, it's uh, was it Iguodala? Iguodala uh, until he got hurt. Injured. I don't, but I don't, now we're talking about probably like Kevin McCall or something, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So now you're asking a Cal Lowry to guard like a, a three mm. because he's not the, that three is not like a high profile guy. Right. But now you're talking about mismatches. Now you're talking about. That guy having an opportunity the to score is there, yeah. to score over Kyle Lowry. Um, yeah. I don't know what Iggy's, um, and I don't know what his status is. Yeah, Iggy right. Either. I don't know what his status yeah. is. But if he, I mean, if he starts, then so do you. So then, do you put Iggy on Kawhi on several occasions? I would put Iggy if if I would put I would start with Iggy on Kawhi mm-hmm. um, because. Um, He's your second best defender. Yep. You know Kawhi is going to score, mm-hmm. but if you can open up Clay yep. to score, you know Clay is a better scorer than than uh, Iggy. Right. So, um, so I would put Iguodala on on Kawhi and hope and hope for the best. Right. But you need to keep. But but you're not expecting points from Iggy like you are. From Clay, you're not. No, that's so. That's bad. That's so I'll if Iggy's healthy, Iggy's got to be on Clay. I got to be on Kawhi. Um, and, and, and majority of the time, and you go and you go with a scoring fest. Mm-hmm. You, you sh- who who wants to score more points? That uh that back um that that backcourt mm-hmm. or Kawhi? Oh, the backcourt. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, court, like yeah. because you're not look. Siakam will get you, I think Siakam will average 18 this series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and that's good. Right. But with the Warriors, he that point production is going to have to be more. Yeah, it is. It's going it to have to be more. It is. Uh, I, and I, I don't trust nobody else on that Raptors team man. to get you 18. I, I, for some reason, I think the Raptors are going to come up with a couple of big defensive performances. I, I, I just get the feeling. When you say couple of big defensive performances, you talking about under a hundred? Under a hundred, yes, mm. yes. Okay. I, I, I just get that feeling. Again, Warriors and six for me. Yeah, and I'm, for you, Warriors and six. In six, okay. Yeah. Warriors and six. Um, because because the dude is a dog. Uh, Kawhi, Kawhi, mm. he's going to get you too. He's gonna get you two. No doubt. He's gonna get you two. No, no doubt. And I wouldn't be. And, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's these first two games. If what? I wouldn't be surprised if it's these first two games in Toronto that they that win. That's why gets. Yep. Oh, and then Golden State and then just Golden State takes it the out last the rest. Ball. Yeah. Mm, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. There's there really shouldn't be no pressure on the Raptors really at this no. point. 
There is no pressure. There really shouldn't. They've they've met their mark. They've, at this point. Yeah, they've, they've met their mark. They've overcome the demons. Yeah, they've, they've done all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. At this point, yo, just play. And and really, quite frankly, we talked about the series against Philly, where we were. I think that was like the first series where we was like Kawhi needed some help, mm. and they got out of that series. And so now, okay, now these guys can start to play a little bit better. Than what they did against Philly, and I think you saw some of that against Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Vliet just, you know, all of a sudden came out. I mean, of he the, had a game. Came I mean, out of the, no, he had two games. Okay, he had two yeah. games. Um, I, I'm trying to remember his numbers, but the dude was eighty some percent seven, seven, from three. Seven, mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah no since his baby was born, Van, something Van, like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember yeah. where I heard that from. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that dude was knocking him down, man. So. Mm-hmm. You go into this series and you're just like, yo, we just gonna play our game, and and, and whatever it is, it is what it's gonna be. Yeah, but that game ain't gonna be enough. You know, no, it, it's not. Yeah. It's not. So, Warriors get another chip. Yeah, the and and then the team breaks up. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, Katie's probably gone. Clay's probably gone. And is and then we'll see what happens. The we'll balance see. of power is restored in the Western Conference. It's gonna shift. Yeah, for certain. It really is, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for the show, y'all. Uh, just want to give a few shout-outs here uh, to all the homies here in the chat room representing the X-Squad, um, representing, um, you know, representing yourselves pretty well. Uh, we appreciate the support once again. Um, shout-out to the listeners not in the chat room. Uh, shout-out to everybody that's overseas that listens to the show weekly. Just want to, you know, give you guys uh, an appreciation for uh, listening to us on a weekly basis. We appreciate that. Um, remember the Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, um, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast for the IG page, at Barbershop SPOR2 for the Twitter handle. Um, we got the website. We got content, shows, Blogs and once again, my brother, good job with another blog. Yes, sir. You Post. as well. No doubt. No Hold doubt. On, let's pat ourselves on the, on the back. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. That's a record, no, no, no. right? Now nah, we now nah, we keep on we going nah. we gonna keep on going. Oh yeah, we gonna keep on going. Man. But I'm just saying we broke the record already. Yeah, that's that's. And we're gonna shatter it. Yeah, we're gonna shatter that record. So share ourselves on. So make sure y'all reading the blog, man. We putting hard work into these blogs, man. Yeah, for certain, for certain. So taking 25 minutes out of my 25 minutes to an hour out of my day. Man, it takes me about 24 hours to get through a blog, man. No, it takes me longer to get to a subject. But once man. I got a subject, I, I, I be good. Man, whenever I'm typing something and I gotta, you know, do something with the kids. See, you be doing something. that shit on your computer, don't you? Um. Well, actually, what I do, I type it on my notes app on here. So by the time I finish it up, whenever I get to a laptop, mm. I'll email from the notes. Oh man, you doing and that? I literally so 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 how because I literally time, sit on my phone mm-hmm. on the Wix app. Shout out to Wix. You know what's funny about that? Uh, oh, you got the Wix app. Yeah. Okay. That, that I think that's the problem. Yeah. Because and I sit I go down on, and type it. Because I go on the browser. Yeah. No. 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 I go on the app. And there's no way to actually mm. go in and edit the stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I go on so the my, Wix app. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. so yeah. now I'm learning and something. And they get you a little dashboard. You could make adjustments to the got website you. from there. So. Oh, got you. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. browser version doesn't have the dashboard. Got you. The app does. Okay. Yeah, got so, you. So, learning something new every day, man. So, um, appreciate everybody once again. Uh, go us. to the, I'm sorry, go to the GoFundMe page. Yep. And donate and or share the post of us trying to get to SportsCon. Yeah. We going to SportsCon one way or the other. We're going to get We appreciate all your contributions. We're going to get there. Um, we're going to find a way to, to, to reward y'all. I promise we're going to find a way to oh, reward yeah. y'all. Oh, no question. Um, but right now, you should, if you support us, you rock with us, send, share the post, send some donations. We ain't asking for everybody to put in a whole, you know, to break the bank. If it's five dollars, hey. throw us $5. We appreciate you. We're going to shout you out. We're going to make sure we, uh, you know, Look. highlight everybody who's uh, helped Look. the cause. If it's words of advice, consultation, yeah. any type of non-monetary support, we're going to appreciate that too. So anything would help, man. We, we appreciate y'all. And, and once again... Uh, just want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. One more thing. Yep. X Squad shows. I'm trying to tell you. Send us your drops, man. I'm yeah, trying to tell y'all. We, need some drops, we trying to rep for y'all. I'm telling you, this time next year is going to be different for us, and we and, and we want to put y'all on, man. Microwave. Send, send us, us some drops, drops man. VS3. If you, you got an update, send it over. If you need drops, holler at me. I'm doing them for the low. B, Send us a drop. We man. doing it for the low, man. Who, who else do a show in here? Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all send us some drops, man. I'm trying to tell we, you, we man. Need some we content. We, that ninja. Send us a drop, man. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. We. I, 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 I feel it in my spirit. It's going to be different. And we want to put on the shows who've been rocking with us since we've been introduced when Doug Stewart, you yep. know, introduced Shout us. Shout out to the to, OG. Yeah. Um, we, we trying to help put on for, for the culture. Um, we want to add, help add value to the podcasting game. Um, send us some drops, man. We playing all X-Squad drops. It ain't no question. Every X-Squad drop is getting played. So send us the drops. For certain. Yeah. For certain, man. So... Hey man, if you got nothing else, man, yeah. let's let's get up on out of here. I gotta pee. Peace. Damn, I ain't even expect to do it that fast. <laughs> Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. Like this is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.